I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bullshit. I say bull fucking shit. Well, why don't we calm down? Pull it together, all right? Everybody's okay. Everybody's okay. There ain't nothing chaotic about us. Is it going to collapse more right now, and are we about to die? I don't think I trust Gautier. I've calmed myself down. Well, it happened, and that's happening here. Turns out none of it was real. Yeah, I saw you giving me looks. Ogres are like onions. I'm sorry about the hair. You don't have to start throwing things at me. I guess I never considered that. What the fuck is wrong with you? Calm down, okay? Oh my god, Mary! so much worse! Welcome back to Dice Shame. This is Season 2, Episode 75, The Roof Caves In. MVP this week is Toinette93. You were nominated by Yami, who says, They're currently making their way through Season 1, and I enjoy reading their thoughts on Red. Thanks, Yami, for the nomination, and congrats, Toinette93. You're this week's MVP. Congratulations, and Red is also my favorite character. <laughs> All right, should we play some D&D? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Woo! Imagine this. Your character has now been transported to the world we live in now. <laughs> they have their personality. They can they've got an apartment. They were kind of they've they're settled a little bit, you know, they got a little bit of cash. They're not immediately freaking out, but they need to get a job. <laughs> what kind because we live in a capitalist hellscape, what kind of job would your character likely end mm. up in? A taxidermist! 
Doran wakes up, uh, you know, in his. Say Doran wakes up. Yeah, <laughs> like Doran wakes up in his in his one bedroom apartment. Furious to be laboring under capitalism. <laughs> you know, wakes up, goes down. Oh, Doran's a butcher. Doran's a hundred percent a butcher. Blood on his apron. <laughs> uh, a New York butcher. Yeah, either that, either that, or or he makes amazing pastrami. A car mechanic. Doran's like covered in grease from head to toe. Yeah. Sort of like correlation there being black. He's a better you know. butcher than a car mechanic, though. Yeah, he's more I'm like blood in his the beard butcher. and all that kind of stuff. They call me the butcher. <laughs> Red is a TikToker, 100%. He's like an influencer <laughs> on Instagram. He's doing those really fucking annoying dances in the street and stopping traffic and trying to high five people also has cameos on late night infomercials and an assassin (laughs) (laughs) those are tiktok videos i would watch hey guys hey everyone i'm gonna go find my latest mark whoa come get ready for me while i prep to kill this guy that'd be so good assassin content creator that'd be really fun actually i'd watch that be pretty funny jack is probably like serving coffee and trying to have a YouTube career where he reads scientific <laughs> papers and tries to dumb them down for the layman, but it just doesn't work. And so it's just it's a not very... taking off. <laughs> no, I mean, he's, he doesn't quite have the, the charisma to turn it over, but it's his passion to communicate. And serving coffee, though? I mean, he could work at a restaurant. There's lots of... But he's also a Nepo baby because well, he's like got rich daddy like oh, and mommy from New York and like, you know what I mean? Like, I think I, he'd be does like... Does that come to this world too? Is he, if he's comfortable... Yeah, he has an amazing apartment and he he does not pay for it. Well, then, I think he would. He would be like, "Oh, I'm just trying to really make a go of it." On, yeah, on yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, then, all the more reason for him to wake up every day and try. Like, oh, my views are down. I guess that sucks. Oh well, I guess I'll still go drive a nice car <laughs> and go out for dinner. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, I, yeah. Well, if that translates, he's got it made. Well, that's what it. I mean. That's I mean, like, I'm I, I, like, I don't want Red to be a TikToker, but I also think Red is shitty and annoying enough <laughs> to be like, no, I think, you know, to have enough people. That's not the adjectives I'd use. But you know what I mean? And I feel like we got to transport the good with the bad. And and Jack in in this day and age would be very much into like. Hey, you know, if I if I don't need to worry about money right now because dad's got it made. Yeah, I'm gonna- but I could see <laughs> He's Jack. He's got like a missed call on his phone from his dad where he knows that his dad wants to talk to him about like going back to school or. <laughs> I was I was yeah. thinking more along the lines of Rob or Jack is like, uh, <laughs> no, he missed a call from his dad, but he's like dad some of us have to work you know i have a job don't you and then he hangs up and he's back to work at the coffee shop you know he's like (laughs) god you don't you don't know how stressful it is i'm just trying to make my way in the world today and he gets in his two hundred thousand (laughs) dollar tesla joe's the gm joe is just god yeah i'm just a deity it's fine oh mari you have an etsy (laughs) shop but what does she make Rings? No, like glass beads uh, filled with water. Epoxy, epoxy stuff with flowers in it. Uh-huh. You also do embroidery. Yeah, definitely. Like an, an <laughs> this is just shop. me in real life. <laughs> yep. You are Mari. Oh no! no. Uh, I was going to say she runs a bubble tea shop. Yeah, <laughs> you're an Etsy shop, but you're like living in Paris or something because you're far away from home. Because that's a Mari her, part and of she's, her too. And I'm like a TikToker, but I'm like from Brazil. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in like New York. I love yeah. the idea that it's like this wonderful international group. Of course. Yeah. It's like we've all met up. I mean, we'd all hate each other in real life mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. as those characters. But. And Doran's a car mechanic. No, a butcher. We're going with it. Truck nuts. Butcher by day, car mechanic by night. <laughs> or vice versa. <laughs> this version of Batman is no good. <laughs> <laughs> 
and we all get together for coffee and we were like sitting around going, you know, I wish I did something more with my life. Hi, TikTokers. I'm here with my friends and we're about to play D&D where I play a guy named Harlan in real world. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. And I'm playing this human named Alex Guthrie. And we keep fucking up Jack and Rob. (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea that our characters just have to play as us. Yeah. And Jack's playing this guy named Rob. Uh, Poor guy. Rob. Uh, I mean Jack. Jack. Uh, Rob, fuck. Yeah, but he doesn't change his voice. (laughs) So many layers. (laughs) He doesn't change his voice. He just has the same voice that he uses. Instead of Alex, you keep calling her Alice. Yeah. (laughs) Her character is Alice, right? Alice. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) My character was already uh, named Alex. What are you doing? Why are you putting on a voice? (laughs) The joke is that your voice is your normal voice. Yeah, that's the voice I'm putting on. Oh, I guess it's too much of a voice. (laughs) My voice of myself isn't my voice of myself. (laughs) You got meta deep. I showed up partway through with a pre-made character, and it's just they were just like, no, we already have a character named Alex. Why did you bring another one? (laughs) What's that meme that it's a movie, and it's the inside of the inside of the inside of the dream? What's that movie? Being John Malkovich. Jacob's Ladder? What Dreams May Come? No. Inception. Inception. Yeah, what do they call his DN... 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 Deception. Deception. I can't fucking think of it. D&D? RP, RPG Inception. RP... RP Jepsen. There's something there. <laughs> something there. Shh, everyone There's let him figure it out. Lost Rob. Where you're like, where you're like RPGing <laughs> on top of your RPGing on top of your RPGing. Mm-hmm. Role playing inception. It's like an onion. Yeah. Role playing. <laughs> Ogres are like onions. You guys ever try to do that that <laughs> that improv game where you all say the same thing? Tilot telephone. Where like you, three, two, one. You're trying to get to say the same word, and so you start it. Yes, basically yes. Oh yeah. Oh, like you're yeah, you're, you're both trying to get to say the same word at the same word time. At the same time. Oh, but you're oh, you're but doing you're it doing at the, the okay okay Jesus this what? now we're uh, doing quality content. content this is <laughs> such good audio <laughs> should we play some D and D yeah I was trying to I was trying to convince us to all say something like that oh like we should play D and D or all together I'm so Man. confused I'm very lost let's a, do a it hey <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons let's enjoy this energy is gonna carry over into whatever episode this goes in I think <laughs> oh, no. I think you're right we should carry we should do some Dungeons and Dragons. Let's All right. do it. <laughs> the cavern walls rumble with aftershocks, and the ambient violet light of the Scarborough graveyard is shot through with plumes of dust following the terrible cave-in. The only entrance and exit to the cavern appears to be entirely blocked with giant slabs of stone sealing you into this enormous crypt. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> Is what? everyone okay? Is everybody all right? Is everyone okay? Uh, what happened? What the hell's going on? Stevie? Stevie, where'd you go? Oh. Alistair? Oh, oh God. <coughs> I, I'm here. This shouldn't have happened. This isn't God. a cave-in area. What happened? All right. I wouldn't. All right. Everything is fine. Everyone just just, just take a breath, okay? Everyone just breathe. Everybody's okay? Everybody's There's okay? There's plenty of oxygen down here. There's, there's plenty, of fra- plenty of fresh air in this encapsulated, closed-in, rock-filled area. Red. Everything is fine. Red. Is fine. Red. Is everyone else finding it really hot in here? Is everyone else having a tough time breathing and finding a way to... Red. 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 And she runs over and she, like, grabs Red and she just sort of swings her head around and her hair, which is soaking wet, just slaps him across the face just soaks him this like cold water hits him what the fuck 
is wrong with you? Calm down, okay? Where in your brain did that make sense to calm me down? <laughs> oh my god, Mary! So much worse! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I feel so violated on so many levels! <laughs> so unhinged. Oh my god! <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Calm <laughs> down, okay? You could have just told me that! It <laughs> I'm covered in fur! It's freezing down here! It, it, look, it's just it's worked well, in the past, okay? Cold. Just <sighs> pull it together, alright? Oh, get your hands off me! <sighs> now I'm fine. I'm wet. sorry. Sorry. Red storms off angrily. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. I think I just made that worse. Who knew such a such an animal would dislike so much water? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like I think Mari's just like waking. Is I feel like calling him an animal is rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I never. I guess I never considered well, that. Well, <laughs> technically, we were, we're all animals. So. Um. So what happened? Did Did anybody hear what happened? Did it just? cave in did something let go or wasn't the rat going crazy was i heard something red what happened what red get back here i'll give you a towel red comes <laughs> over doran's sort of inspecting the ceiling and the walls mm. trying to find uh, where there could have been a, a fault or some natural uh, reason for this yeah as you guys walk over to the site of this cave-in and, and dust is clearing you see that there are massive chunks of stone that litter the ground around here some of them having broken sarcophagi and gravestones the ceiling of the cavern is cracked and broken giving way to a huge rock slide you're lucky the cavern seems to have retained some structural integrity, at least for now, considering the weight of an entire mountain range is suspended overhead. Well, it doesn't look good. Red walks back over, drier now after shaking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've calmed myself down. No thanks to the cold water dumped on my head. All right, all right. Stevie was upset. He freaked out. He smelled explosives. I mm. don't know exactly what that means, but I... Well, I have my suspicions. Yeah. Well, I mean, Doran, the Scarborough isn't like mining or anything near the old graveyard. That wouldn't... Would, no. Would it? No. No. No, no, absolutely not. They, I mean, hell, if they were doing if they were doing construction down here, you'd see miners, you'd see equipment, they'd have this whole area blocked off with warning signs. I mean, despite what you may think, Jack, okay, uh, dwarves are actually very organized individuals, uh, and they do have cities all uh, no, their I, own. I didn't, I didn't mean to, to any slight against dwarves. It's I just okay. was trying just, to... I mean, the only, the only explanation that I can think of, I mean, look around. This cavern is, is very, very old and uh, clearly not well maintained. Uh, who the hell's running this city anyways? <laughs> well, uh, uh. what about Stevie? Stevie smelt, you know, gunpowder and explosives. I mean... Smelling the air. Does Doran smell anything that would give... Credence? Does Doran smell better than a rat? You can absolutely roll. Yeah. Roll perception. I want to smell for... Uh... <laughs> On a roll for smell. I want to be the Stevie. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Smell that? <laughs> That's going to be a 21. 
Whoa! Smell horrific. <laughs> he smells so good. An unnatural twenty-one, but still a twenty-one. How, you couldn't roll a twenty-one if you tried. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that he clarified that. An un- it could have been a twenty-eight. <laughs> uh, I got the fuckiest. I just D20. pieced that together. It's an unnatural twenty-one. He's got like a one d six taped to the d twenty. <laughs> What do you mean? I didn't. He just got white out over 20 and it's just 21. No, it's, he's written a two beside the one. On this dice goes up to a 21. No. <laughs> I lose the 18, but it goes up to 21. But see, I didn't even clock it until it, we Me thought neither. about it. After, That's like, what it was just, so funny. It, yeah. When Joe pointed it out, I was like, oh shit. Could have been that I had a negative. Uh, you smell good. A negative three or something. Doran. As your nostrils flare and you look around the graveyard, you detect the old smell of death just gently wafting towards you. Yeah, I don't smell any uh, explosives. Sorry, I think your rat might be wrong. <laughs> Stevie's not wrong. How dare you insult my rat? Well, I'm... okay, well, these things are bound to happen. He I mean, may be stinky and he may be dirty and maybe orange isn't his natural color. He's just. <laughs> been in a lot of rust. He likes licking rust. But he is not wrong about smelling. So the the thing then is is it going to collapse more right now and are we about to die? Like yeah. number one, this wall, are we are we feeling sturdy? Or are we about to be crushed imminently? That's a Let good me test question. it. Red walks over and puts his hands on the stone. Uh, <laughs> it feels warm. <laughs> can I can I roll a uh Stone cutting? You can absolutely roll stone oh, cutting. Oh, right. There was a delay there. I thought you were going to call it rock coming. Can I roll rock facts? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Rock facts. Rock facts. Stone oh. cunning. How does that even work anymore? I forget. How do I work this thing? Ooh, you add time. double your proficiency bonus. Mm-hmm. And roll the damage dice twice. Damn it, Rob. All of your dice, you roll them twice and add the modifier. Oh. Uh, double proficiency. That's right. That's what I said. I know. I'm just. Look, I was trying to find my proficiency. At the They're very. Small. You're doubting me. You're doubting Stevie. Thirteen small plus words. eight. This is better than my attacks. Twenty-one. An unnatural twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs> twenty-one. Yeah, Doran. As you observe these rocks carefully, you see that there. You see that there are some perforations on certain rock faces that look like they were made by some kind of tool, like an auger. Hmm. Perforations on the rock faces, like around where everything just fell? Auger. (laughs) Some of the fallen chunks have these like drilled out holes in them almost. Okay. Like a lesser being than you might have thought that they were like tunneled out by creatures, but you can tell that these were made by a tool. Hmm. Doran like uh, puts a finger up and opens his mouth and then uh, and then catches himself and decides not to say anything. I don't know. I'm hugging this rock and it feels pretty pretty planned. And Red drops his hands and turns around. Ah, I don't know, Doran. Don't you think between you know the letter and what are you getting at the explosive powder? What are you getting at, Red? Well, I don't smell any explosive power. Well, I don't either, but Stevie does. And, and, I, I, and I mean, I would. I would have. You know? I know I know that smell. Look. Uh, uh, what letter? Uh, what are you insinuating? You know, 
your mother wrote to the council and tried to get Gautier, you know, not elected, and maybe there's some bad blood there. And Red. What? What are you getting at? Just say it. Say it out. What are you getting at? Well, maybe Gautier doesn't want you to see your mom. Maybe Gautier doesn't want you to leave this cabin. So what, he's going to try and kill us? <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh, my God. This is preposterous. This is one of the most preposterous things I've ever heard you say, Red. Well, I mean, I've heard you doubt, you know, doubt people before. But, I mean, this is my cousin. You're, you really when think... When have I ever doubted anybody? When have I ever thought less than somebody? When have I ever been suspicious of anyone? Uh, Alistair? What? How about uh, half the guards we've ever met? What? Uh, for guards? For cities? Jack? What? I never doubted Jack. Oh, come on. Did I? Look. Yeah, I saw you giving me looks when he went to do some casting. I saw you the looks you gave me. I, I mean, Alistair, I, I never doubted you, by the way. I just, I suspected you. Well, not suspected you. I just, I didn't trust you. Well, not that I didn't trust you. I just don't like you. Mm-hmm. I like you now. It's okay. I kind of figured that you guys were going to kill me. What? Whoa, hold on. You think we killed you? No, no, no. I mean, like, when you first picked me up, I thought you were probably going to kill me in my sleep. <laughs> Whoa. Why? You kind of did the opposite. <laughs> I don't know. You guys just kind of got like the chaotic thing going on what what's chaotic about us there ain't nothing chaotic about us <laughs> red's got his sword drawn he didn't even realize it he's like oh oh sorry <laughs> alistair just kind of vaguely gestures around guys i read i i don't think i trust gotier but i don't know if like he would have the wherewithal to like set up explosives in this area like i i uh, i think uh, something blew up but i don't know if it was him well, I mean, the I'm, I'm torn because Gochir could absolutely want to stop us from getting into the city. See? Well, yeah. but oh. if there were a party who was hell-bent on destroying Scarborough and not us personally, we did just day ago encounter a bunch of cultists working for Clarion, that big dragon who wants to ruin this place, who's got three more eggs buried somewhere in here. Maybe they're blasting to find buried dragon eggs or something. Oh, come on. And I it's mean, incidental to us. Well, look, okay, what, 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 like, none of this matters. Look, let's get back to Gautier's and, 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 and talk about this with him. If he, if he did do this, he failed because we didn't get crushed. Jack, dig us out of here and let's go back to Gautier's. Yeah, problem with that. Uh... Uh, it's Earth molded. Uh huh. Oh. I agree. We need to get out of here. That's that's number one priority. I mean, Red wasn't exactly wrong when he talked about <laughs> only a finite amount of oxygen in here. <laughs> what? Uh. What do you mean? Oh, there's lots. Don't worry. <laughs> Just a really finite amount. It's lots for now. <laughs> but eventually it'll run out, and that does not help. For now, Alistair. Finite means infinite, right? Um. Right. Whatever, Jack, mold it. Let's go. Uh. Mari sees, like, Jack hesitating, and she sort of steps over, and she's like, okay. Yeah. Uh, Things have been off with your magic the last little bit, so can we just start small? Just, like, a test spell. Like, like back, back when you were a kid, and you're just learning how to control stuff. Sure. And then maybe that'll get your head in the right space. Test spell? What do you... Oh, because... Right, right. When you tried to bury the hole for Alistair. Hold on. I mean, a different version of Alistair. <laughs> I mean, we never tried to bury you. I mean... Don't ask her your corpse name. <laughs> Magma. 
Oh no! It's actually really funny. Never we tried to bury a hole for you. <laughs> the, the original you. Oh, gee. All the parts of you that we didn't need after we went to make a you. Wait, where is my body? Oh, don't worry. Like ninety percent of your body is in magma, like two hundred miles that way. Awesome. But we got a finger of yours. <laughs> what? I think Mario well, still has it. Well, it became no. The it's no the, the. I don't think the. I don't think the finger became. Well, Alistair. it's, it's a spell component. It. It, it evaporates. Component. Oh, yeah, so it's gone. Okay. Yeah. So you're saying that my numb body. All right. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We're getting off topic. Look, if Jack can't mold us out of here, Mari mold us out of here. And Red points to the no, rock wall. No, no, we'll try. We'll try. Um. Yeah. So so Mari reaches into her bag and she she pulls out a candle. And she uh, concentrates and goes to just do a very simple spell she's done hundreds, thousands of times before. She just snaps her fingers. And Let me just interrupt you there. Oh, no. Can you please roll a d20 for me? Nine. Well, that's a number. Mari, your spell does not work as you intend. I'm not impressed, Mari. I don't know what you're trying to do, but... I gotta say, that was pretty, uh... Yeah, I mean, it's a big fanfare. Instead, the ground nearby begins to rumble. What the... And then, rock splits open, and skeletal hands protrude. Pulling themselves from the ground, a skeleton emerges and begins to lumber towards you. Hey, hey. Whoa. What the what? What? A dwarven skeleton is animated and- Holy crap. Mari, the skeleton tries to attack you and maybe it hasn't seen the darkness of the underdark (laughs) in- Good one. (laughs) Too long because the skeleton just misses you, uh, but it's definitely trying to attack you. Whoa, Whoa, Mari, watch out. What? That oh god, and she just rears back, and she's got you know grabs at her uh, at her walking stick and just swings it out, just cracks it across this thing. Yeah, and it it explodes in a shower of bone shards and falls to pieces at your feet. Oh, oh my god! What the hell were you saying the other day, Jack? When you said she wasn't a necromancer? Bullshit! Oh. I say bull fucking shit. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't. No, that, hold on. That shouldn't, that, that shouldn't have. I don't know what that was. Oh, the skeleton, Doran. Came out well, of the graveyard. I mean, I know what it was. That shouldn't have happened. I, I'm just thankful it wasn't the skeleton of a soldier. <laughs> that looked like a skeleton of a drinker. <laughs> yeah. He's carrying a tankard. I was just trying to light a candle. There is no reason. I've never caused the dead to reanimate like that. Hey, maybe so. you're a secret necromancer, and Jack was doubly wrong. <laughs> Watching what Mari did and knowing what the intention was and what the results were and having been racking my mind about how magic works to fix my own shit. Do I have any theories on what, what's going on or why magic would do... Th- Very possibly. You can roll an arcana check if you like. 19? Dude, you know this is Ferzerus. Aha. Yeah, we've experienced this before. Yeah, so, I mean, stuff that Jack knows about Ferzerus, you know that it affects magic and spellcasting in unpredictable and varied ways, kind of like wild magic. It's especially influential on conjuration and divination magic. If you like, you can roll a history check to figure out if you know anything else specifically about Ferzerus. I'd love to. 27. Fuck yeah. You know that the word Ferzerus is composed of fair, meaning magic, and zres, which is to hold dominance or remain in force, which together mean that magic remains. Nerdy entomology is not going to make me any friends here, but I'd love it. I want to know all of this. Its original term had fair and zres inverted, which rendered the term as dominating magic. Uh, Yeah. 
What? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, um, do you remember the weird magic when uh, Umberhulk, child of yours? Um, Shale? Shale. Use his name. So, you remember when we found Shale and there was the weird glowy vibes in that tunnel that kind of made magic act weird? No. Well, it happened, and that's happening here. I remember that. Uh, Ferzerus. It's uh, it's uh, like underdark wild magic. Uh, the deeper we get, the weirder it is. So what happens when I do this and red casts Minor Illusion? Roll a 1d20. Oh, God. Uh, 14? Who is the nearest creature to you, Red? Uh, Mari. Great. Um, <laughs> roll 2d10, please. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Love <Stay> this. <laughs> um, that many gold pieces fly out of your hands and hit the creature next to you. Each coin deals one bludgeoning damage, Whoa. and you're able to pick them up afterwards. Ow. Eleven pieces of gold fire from Red's palms, just like, and like, Namari's face. What? Oh, why? Why? I'm sorry about the hair. You don't have to start throwing things at What do you mean, why? It's wild magic, Mari. How am I supposed to know that 11 points of gold would go firing at your face? What the hell's going on in this madhouse? Red says and <laughs> winks at Doran, and then he goes, picks up the gold. Doran, um, after being winked at by Red... It's a living. ...takes this look <laughs> on his face like, I think I figured this out. <laughs> Doran approaches the boulder wall, and he looks back at the three of his, four of his you know, companions here, and he says... Thank you. Don't worry, guys. I think I figured this out. And he turns and he walks directly into the boulder wall. Take a run He's at gonna it. He's going to do it. It has to be an illusion. <laughs> it's not. <coughs> Ow. <laughs> oh, no, Dorian. Okay, so no magic and it's not an illusion. Oh, my knee. Okay, well, I think we got we to gotta take stock. What do, what do we have on us that could help us move rocks or get out of here? I have a bow. <laughs> it shoots arrows. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. Thank the, you. the a block and tackle. Uh, you you picked one up in that in that. Uh, it's not a time for fishing. No, not that kind of not, not a tackle box. Uh, it's like it's like a pulley and <laughs> rope and stuff. You Bo- we got that box and tackle. Oh, look, I put all the um, uh, party goods, as it were, into Mari's bag of holding. Did he? I didn't want to mess up my stuff anymore. Well, I mean, I, was there anything in that bag already? Maybe maybe we should just see what we've got because well, everything would be in there. Mari pulls out the bag, starts sort of shuffling through it. It's like it's pretty organized. She's been she's been adding tags to things to find things more <laughs> quickly. There's less soup, um, fewer chickens. <laughs> you know, we're going to be in a chicken deficit one day, and all of you are going to be looking at me. And uh, and she pulls out the the block and tackle, but there's also all the other stuff. There's like a there's like a, a, a two file section, <laughs> and there's random stuff in there from the cultists. And she sort of starts shuffling through that. Mm-hmm. And, Do you love uh, the idea of filing in an infinite space? <laughs> yeah, she's built shelves. It's not infinite though. That's the thing. We talk about it like it's a forever mm-hmm. box, and I love that. <laughs> like a forever box, it's, you know, you know, a space. box of forever. <laughs> like that, I love that you use that. Like that's a thing. You're like, yeah, we talk it about is. it like it's a forever box, <laughs> but this isn't a forever box. Shut you up. guys haven't found that. It's not yet. like a forever box. <laughs> I look forward to the forever box. If for all intents and purposes, it is. But in real D and D, bags of holding have have like a finite volume. Um, the book that you took from the cultists is a copy of Phoenix in the Ice. And she, Mari, sees that and pulls it out and looks at Jack and she's like, do you know what this is? That's a book, Mari. No. 
That's 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 propaganda. I remember. I remember those were handed around school when I was when I was in when I was younger. My struggle. Oh yeah, did you read this one? Uh, yeah. Was that the Burning Phoenix? <laughs> Does it have pictures in it? I'm not surprised the cultists had that on them. <laughs> Fucking childish it's like a cultists. Religious pamphlet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what, what Clarion can do for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> cool. So you've ruined your life. Why doctors prescribe Clarion? <laughs> yeah, finds the pulls the block and tackle out and takes the book and sort of think like pokes through it, but just looks at Jack and is like, "Do you, do you know what this is? Do you want to take a look at this?" Uh, yeah, I can I can take a look at it. I don't know that's going to help us get out of here. Is there? No, do they have any? I, I don't know. I this is just I don't know where to, I don't know where to put this. If I should add this into the uh, why don't I put it with my other books? And yeah, or if I put it into the to uh, to use for firewood pile. Nope, d- never that. That's that one's an easy choice. <laughs> hey, hand me the block and tackle. Uh, uh, maybe we can use it to wrap around one of these bigger boulders and and get out of here the old-fashioned way without all this fancy magic. And so Mari hands it to Red. <laughs> Thanks, Mari. You're welcome. <laughs> awkward. What are you doing, Alistair? What are you standing there for saying awkward like it's awkward? It's not awkward. I just said thanks, didn't I? More than Mary said when I gave her the bag of holding. I didn't even want the bag of holding. Oh, then don't take it. Here, Doran. And Red walks over and like kind of gestures to take it off your shoulder. He doesn't actually, but he's like, might as well give this to Doran then. Oh, sure. But I mean, I think Jack's the one that's kind of claimed the uh, ownership of that for some time now. Right. Oh, well, then we'll give the whole to to Alistair. All right. That's cool. That's cool. <laughs> Hear that, Alistair? You got my portable hole. Well, why don't we calm down and focus about... Like whatever Red can do to not give it to Jack. <laughs> okay, we got a block and tackle, so we can maybe move some heavy stuff. I'll wrap it around this thing, and I'll climb up, and I'll tap it into the ceiling with a piton. Here, Alistair, take this end of the rope. He does. And Red starts climbing up the wall of boulders to try to hammer it into the ceiling. As Red climbs up the wall of boulders... It's an illusion! <laughs> you fall through. Just a little bit up. You've solved my boulder puzzle. <laughs> you solved it. Stone for the bottom two-thirds, but it's an illusion. It's like Mario. You can get up and run you on the top. You solved my boulder puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out none See, of it was real. The first five feet are mm-hmm. real, but the... Uh, man, That's if I was what, fucking though? Gygax. I was just about to say, <laughs> that is totally a fucking classic D&D. Yep puzzle and i yeah. hate that shit mm-hmm. where they're like oh if the first five steps are are safe the sixth on the left side's deadly but the uh, it's like oh my god just let me do it or not you loser just no you lose kill me for you me. lose I, you die i, I remember that the t- what is it tomb, tomb of, of annihilation is it or, tomb? wait no. no tomb of horrors that's tomb why you horrors. need chickens you send the chickens first oh, mm. it's <laughs> so your 10 foot poles for i was gonna say you need a 10 foot pole no you, you need, need a thousand 10 foot poles it's such a stupid dungeon anyway it's very true um but you're still gonna get really fucking feel? dissolved by poisonous gas in the last room anyway or whatever yeah anyway at red as you climb up this wall Alistair is holding the other end of the rope and he kind of looks over at you mari and at the side of his mouth he's like what was that about I think things have just been tense for the last couple of days. It's it's been I don't know. I and there's this like moment where she's like, like she's not really sure what to do because she hasn't really talked to Alistair since bringing him back because there's been this incredible awkwardness where she's very aware of the fact that she 
brought him back, but not correctly. And how do you talk to somebody when you've put them accidentally into a different body? <laughs> like, what do you say to somebody? She's standing there and she is watching Elister, and she's like, I, look, I, I don't really know if the right word to say is sorry because I didn't, I don't think it was wrong to bring you back because you did not deserve to die like that, but I'm... Wait, are you talking about me or Red? Red, Red is, Red is Red. Red is, Red is figuring his stuff out. He's scaling walls. He's doing what he needs to do. And that's fine. I'll okay, well, hold on. If you and I are going to have a conversation and he, he hands <laughs> the other end of the rope to Doran and then he like brings you like over to a different part of the boulder wall and he's like, let's just have it out. All right. Uh, who let go of the end of the rope? <laughs> <laughs> Ow! God damn it, Doran! Hold the rope! Where the hell did Ellie? Oh, whatever. Red climbs back up. Uh, yeah. Sorry, you were you were saying? I'm I am sorry that I got the spell wrong, for lack of a better word. I I don't know. I I hope that you figure things out and that it's okay and that you're, I I don't know, I hope you're glad to be back, but I This look of just bewilderment comes across his face. Hold on, are you saying you got the spell wrong? I thought that this just was the way that it was. This body, I mean, it hasn't even been 24 hours and it still feels wrong. Like, I know I'm the same person as before, but it kind of feels like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, and you're saying that that, oh, that was a mistake that you made or that, I just want to get this straight. Dorn's like exchanging glances with Jack. <laughs> Red's climbed back down and he's like, oh shit, Mari fucked up. I, I, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know. I don't even know if it was a mistake because I, I, I'm going to be honest, this is the first time I've ever brought someone back. I I I I wish I was better at it. I I wish I was and I I thought I thought I it would work in a way that would bring you back as you were like when we met you and I mean, I didn't know this is how it would turn out and that's the part that I, I'm, I'm sorry. What, what? I'm sorry. This is all just coming at me right now. I know. I know. Before you do this to someone else, for someone else, to Red or Jack or Doran, if they die, is there a chance that they're going to come back as a worm, as a, a bird, as a giant? You're making a lot of decisions about the way someone's life is going to be. I, and I, I know that this is life and death. And I know that your intentions were good. But it's bigger than that. I know. I, and that's, and maybe I made these decisions in a panic and I felt awful that what that we'd brought you down this path, but it's 
subtler magic than I was willing to realize. And part of it, part of the strength of it when you cast it is the ability to know somebody, the, the ability to remember them, to think of all of the pieces of them, of the way they look and the way that they smell and they sound and all these little parts. And if you know all those things, you can bring somebody back. I've seen it. I've seen somebody do that for someone they love and to bring them back in one piece. And I guess the part that I, the hubris that I had in that moment was I don't, I don't know you. And what little I had, I tried to use, but I guess I didn't realize that I needed more knowledge to do such a thing. Maybe you should have spent a little bit more time trying to get to know me. The 10 days that we were adventuring together. Is it your fault that I'm a Durgar? I, it's, it's not how I see you. I, I don't, I don't know. And there's Whose fault is it, Mari? I guess it's mine. And, and I'm sorry. It's at this point when Doran, having obviously been eavesdropping. No, all of us are. We're all like (laughs) staring at this conversation. You're all like so close. I'm not sure if this is the best time to mention it, but you know, while we're on the subject, if I do die, definitely don't bring me back to life. Okay. (laughs) Also, that's the poop corner over there. Oh no. And, and if I could just say, Elister, it really doesn't matter what's on the outside, right? It's what's in here that counts. I, I know, I know. Listen, I, I had a conversation with Red a little bit this morning about my future, and and Red was trying to help me feel a little bit better about being comfortable in this body, and you know what? I mean, it is what it is. Look, let's just tackle the problem at hand. If we don't get out of here soon, I may go crazy. <laughs> Thank you to our wonderful patrons Adam Fry, Afflicted Adina, Aizu Yukai, Allison Wrights, Alistair, Anne, Afologoff, Axel, Barry Jeanette, Casey, Cecil Lee Wilson, Sherry Rose Anderson, Christopher, Colin Burkhart, Crow, Daniel, Dippity, Flynn, Gareth Bradshaw, Haley, Haley, Harper the Mox, JD, Joy Robinson, Julie Holderman, Jury, K.R., K.M., Cade, Lasagna, Last Ruth on the left, Leader J, Liz, Lorelai Feldman, Manda Pants, Merrick's Moon, Matilda Rushing, Melinda Curley, Moon, Oakland, Quill Bennett, Regan, Wren, Scotty, Shannon Waldner, S-Ray 96, Tegan, Tea Kettle, Tony Pepperoni, Trin, Waffle427, Xander Morning Dove, Zach House, and Zephyrus. Thank you so much! Woo. Hey. 
a dwarven skeleton is animated and it's going to try to attack you. Oh, shit. Just her? Do I need my dice? No, I think we can just um, narratively resolve this. I'll get everything. Hold on. Um, it's a skeleton. Well, how, how tough is one skeleton? CR5? Exactly. One skelly yeah, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How much does one banana cost, Michael? Exactly. exactly. Um, ten gold pieces, Michael. What could one skeleton be? Whoa, bone daddy. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.